Welcome to Season 2 of Monday Matters Podcast. It's a spiritual segment brought to you by Spirit of Praise Ministry. If you're listening today, that means you've enjoyed this podcast thus far. We ask you to, one, share it with a friend, with somebody else that needs an uplifting moment. And second, please don't forget to subscribe so you could enjoy previous messages and the ones to come. We hope the next few minutes will bring you a message of peace, comfort, and hope to whatever situation you're going through. Have a blessed time, family. Hello, hello, hello. Top of the morning to you. Monday matters. And I'm glad to be able to to speak to you today um, about another um, passage that the Lord has put upon my heart. I I hope that in in many ways it might give you meaning. Um, There's something that you could ponder on for the remainder of this week. And so... And it's found in John chapter 13, um, starting with verse 34. It's a familiar passage that I've, you might have heard before. I've spoke on it, spoken on it um, plenty of times before. And, and it's been a, um, something that I found is very important, especially during this time of division, um, that we find meaning as what we're supposed to be as the body, as the example to the world. And so um, I'm going to read John 13. Verse 34, and going on to verse 35, and it reads, and this is Christ's words, and he says, A new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you. So you must love one another. By this all men will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. Um, Let us pray, Lord, as we come before you, I ask that your words may um, leave um, from these pages of this Bible and and actually infuse and and leave an impression upon our hearts, Lord, and in all things, Lord, I ask that your words may be um, articulated and that the hearers might hear what you have to say. Um, Have your will, O Lord, in Jesus' name, amen and amen. Let me read that passage one more time. It says, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, all men would know that you are my disciples if you love one another. I um, I have noticed that we have we have no short of teachers, right? Um, or let's say acclaimed or self-acclaimed um, teachers. Um, people have stolen, you always say, have made their own platform by a series of sound bites that becomes um, the very way that we now orchestrate and live our lives and navigate our lives based on what we have heard. It sounds, many things that we have heard sounds quite intelligent. Um, you know, one thing I, I, I going through school, um, you know, we study philosophy and one of the things with studying philosophy is, um, you know, your ability to reason. But the, the issue is that um, philosophy and its ability to reason is something that we definitely must have. But theology is not the same as philosophy. Um, theology is the study of God in which philosophy has a limit 
in which um, philosophical thought cannot explain God. Or in fact, philosophical thought has a limitation on explaining the things of this world. And so I'm always very careful as far as even though being philosophical in thought to not let it override my theology. What, what I mean by that um, or how do we apply that? Um, there have been, when I read this scripture and it talks about our, the Lord's desire that we love one another as he has loved us. And he said that then the world will know that we are his disciples. See, I've heard, and this numerous times when people are, have expressed, um, whether they're spiritual leaders or self-acclaimed spiritual leaders, whether they have a platform as a talk show host or or some position, they I have have heard everyone say you cannot love others unless you learn how to love yourself. Um, or so you need to first focus on self love <laughs> before you can apply how you love others. I can follow that reasoning. Um, the problem is the Bible does not express that. So. And what I mean by that, because you could become so consumed with loving yourself <laughs> that really there is no time to love others. So consumed in making sure that nobody gets in the way of your love of yourself. <laughs> and so we strive after loving ourselves and, 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 and we're very selfish in nature. And as the scripture says, the heart is, you know, in, in Jeremiah uh, I think it's 17, 9, it says, the heart is deceitful above all things. Who can understand it? We are very, we are, can deceive ourselves into believe that we're, believing that we're doing something good and it can be anti-Christ, anti-God. And so the problem with that thought is this. The Bible says this. Well, first, a few things. Our self-esteem and our, our ability to find our self-worth and our love is not about how we love ourselves. It is in recognizing how much God loves us. That's the first thing we must know is that our ability to be able to find, to be pleased with ourselves, to, to, um, to, um, to have a, a, a right self-esteem or self-view or self-worth is dependent or built upon the Imago Dei, the, the image that you have been uh, um, born and made in, you are shaping in his image. And as a as an image and a light bearer of God, you should then therefore be able to know that you're loved. And so therefore, that should give you the self-esteem that you need. Not your ability to love yourself. It's to recognize how much God loves you. And so now, but at the same time, God has a way of not using you. Because remember, God says to love others as, it's earlier in the scripture, Christ is asked about the law. And he says, um, you know, he says, he sums up the law in this, that you love the Lord with all your heart, the mind, the soul, the strength, and the Lord. Uh, um, and the second is likened unto this, uh, um, is that you love uh, others as you love yourself. Do unto others as you have them do unto you. The problem uh, sometimes is that um, we are supposed to apply that correctly, right? But I believe that Christ wanted to make sure that there was no mistake that if we even are trying to put ourselves in the equation, 
that God wanted to remove it. So the only thing that we can see is that the replica following Christ's example of love is the only way that actually reproducing that is the way in which the world will understand that you're my disciples. It's not based upon the way you love. It's based upon the way he has loved. That's why the scripture says that, that, um, that, 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 that they will know you are my disciples if you have love that you love as I have loved you. He said this is a new command. He wanted to make sure that, you know, that you do not rely upon yourself as the gauge on what love is. That we're supposed to rely upon the gauge or you would say on the way that Christ loved us and the way he's loved the world. And that example is selfless. That you love someone the scripture says this, that you esteem others above yourself. Some people say, man, that's not good for you to love somebody else, you know, greater than yourself. No, you need to have it in the correct order based on the image of God. You're not loving someone else as you're worshiping them to find uh, um, meaning or, 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 or so you're not looking to as, as sometimes a, a woman or even male or children like you're being abused and and you still have no self-worth and you look at that person. Um, how can they treat you like that? Or or you 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 question your your um your value or your self-worth based on how they love you. But the reality is, is that that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about loving somebody who does not, how we say it, that, that, uh, um, that you need to find somebody to love and that you, you, you keep on going into these situations because you want to be loved. No, I'm talking about that you're able to love someone healthy in a healthy way, in a healthy manner, that you're loving them, not dependent upon you need their love, but you realize that Christ has shown that you give that love. It is a free will. It's not something that you feel you have to do because you want to be loved back. No, it is that you love because he has loved you. His example of love is what we live out. To love others that way. Love others as he has loved you, as he has loved us. Look, that very example would allow the world to see that you are his followers. That you who claim to be a believer, a Christian, you who claim to be a child of God, that you might exemplify this love so that others may know. They, they, they see you in a crowd and they're like, man, the way that you treat me or the way that you, you treat others, the way that you love, it, it, it reminds me of someone. It, it, it doesn't look like love that's natural. It's supernatural in its sense. It is out of this world. This love is only explained outside of ourselves. It is a love from God. It is a love that is shared from God. It's an unconditional love that others will see and they'll be drawn to you as you must be a follower of Jesus. Because the way that you love. That's not based on how cool you are or, you know, how, how strict you are in your belief or your religion or, or you know, how dogmatic and, and how well you preach or how well you, you know, you, you perform at a job. No, all of those things, as much as you might find them important, they do not exemplify or draw people to the example of of Christ as for people to look upon you and gaze and say, man, you are a true believer. You are a disciple. It is by your love. None of those other things. 
so you could do a good job. But that's not. It's the way you love them, the way you love others that allows them to see that you are his disciples. Love as he loved. Love as he loves so that others may see him and be drawn to him and recognize that you are a believer, that you are a follower, that you are a disciple by the way you love others. That is my desire for you. And so I, I, I'm going to close in prayer. But um, throughout this week, please, don't talk about love. Share that love. Spend more time loving people and instead of articulating what love should be. Do it so that others might know that you are his and be drawn to him. Lord, as we come before you, Lord, we're grateful for the opportunity to be able to, to be able to share your message. Lord, I just thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to be able to relay your love. And Lord, my desire is that we might love as you have loved us and that we might share that very love that allows the world to know that we are yours and that we belong to you. Have your will in all things, Lord. I thank you for being such a wonderful and faithful lover. In Jesus' name, amen. Wow, wow, wow. What a message. We hope this podcast thus far is bringing you peace, comfort, and hope for the future. Again, share it with a friend. Share it with somebody. And to you, don't forget to subscribe so you could benefit from previous and upcoming messages. Be blessed.